Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for joining us a moment as we take a look at the book. I hold in my hand a five-part audio series on CD entitled The Age of Antichrist. You know, one of the most asked questions that I am confronted with as I travel across the United States and around the world, do I believe that the Antichrist is alive on earth today? Well, I have much to say in this series, Age of Antichrist, that will give you my ultimate answer. I want you to take a moment with me, if you will, right now, and let's look at the connection between the city of Rome, the church that is located there, and the Antichrist. We'll be back, and I'll tell you how you can receive your copy of this entire five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Age of Antichrist. But first, let's listen to Ecclesiastical Babylon. Look what it says in verse 18. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. What great city reigneth over the kings of the earth? One city that we know about, the Vatican, which is a city-state has its own ambassadors. I stood at the president's house in Jerusalem, Israel, the president of Israel, and met with the ambassadors, the cardinals from the Vatican, who had been dispatched by the Pope to be ambassadors to Israel. The United States sends out ambassadors to the Vatican. It's the only city in the world that has its own ambassadors in diplomatic relations with states. It's a city that controls the wealth. You know the most wealthy organization or city in the world is the Vatican? Controls major art pieces of the world. Major artifacts, major antiquity, major real estate, major jewelry, uh, precious stones. They have said they don't know how much they're worth. One city, a city where the leader of it transcends all national borders, going where he wants, when he wants, with no passport, and consistently gets off of an airplane, walks down the ramp, gets on his knees, bows down and kisses the earth in every nation of the world. It's going to be a city. By the way, when John wrote, and there's a principle of biblical geography in the Word of God, if you want to know which location he's talking about when the writer writes, you have to understand what he was talking about at the time he wrote that book is what he's talking about, not what it became 2,000 years later. That is a principle. He had to be born in Bethlehem. Not Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Bethlehem in the area of Judea. He has to come back to the Mount of Olives. What does that mean? He can't come back to Mount Hermon. He can't come back to Mount Everest. He has to come back to the Mount of Olives. There's a biblical principle. What the writer was writing about, that location is the geography, the real estate he's talking about. And when John wrote this, 
though maybe there are not seven hills in the city of Rome today, it was a seven-hilled city in the time of John's writing at 95 A.D. The early church fathers, including Augustine, recognized Rome when he read Revelation chapter 17, verse 9. The very first commentary on the book of Revelation, Victor Ninus, according to Dr. John Walford, said that this was Rome being referred to here. Major theologians today, including Dr. Rennie Showers, theologian for the Word of Life organization, also the late Dr. J. Vernon McGee, and others that I could, I could list a litany of them, claiming that Revelation chapter 17, verse 9 is referring to the city of Rome. I submit to you, it's the city of Rome talked about here where this false church. Did I say that the Catholic church is a false church? I did not make that statement. Don't go out of here saying I made that statement. I do well believe that the Catholic church today is probably the infrastructure for the false church. And I do believe that if an individual is following the dictates of the Catholic Church, that individual cannot be saved. There are five doctrinal statements, and one of them is presumption, the sin of presumption, presuming you're saved. I submit to you that it could be the infrastructure, but the city of Rome is what's talking. You say, wait a minute. Got to get to verse 10. Okay, let's go to verse 10. I've been waiting for you to say that. Well, see, verse 10 is going to explain verse 9. Well, I don't think so. Look what it says in verse 10. And there are seven kings. Now, that's the King James Version. It says in verse 9, These seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And there are seven kings. Doesn't say they are the seven kings. That word Ki in the Greek could also mean also. <laughs> and it could read like this. There are seven kings. Well, that is so probable that that's what the NIV says. I checked it out. May I read to you what the NIV says? They are also seven kings. NASB says that they are seven kings. But the King James Version, the New King James Version, which is what Radio Bible Class accepts as the version we use, and which is what Dallas Seminary says is probably the best translation, better than the NIV, the New King James. I'm not choosing sides. I'm simply reporting evidence or statements by them. You know what the New King James says? There are also seven kings. Look at verse 10. Verse 10 doesn't destroy verse 9 at all. I make the so I submit to you, it says, and they are, and there are also seven kings. Five are fallen, and one is, as the other is not yet, and when he cometh, he must continue a short space. What is verse 10 talking about? I've read I don't know how many commentaries on the book of Revelation. I have gotten so confused in the book of Revelation commentaries, I've had to go back to the Bible to try to see what it's talking about. It's the only way I can understand these commentaries nowadays, reading the Bible. Some great theologians have said, well, those seven kings represent the seven different uh, leaders in the Roman world. 
Some say those seven kings are talking about the different steps, the echelons of leadership in the Roman world. Other, may I suggest what they are? It says there are five that were, there one, one is and one yet to come. The five that were, the Egyptian Empire, the Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Medo-Persian Empire, the Grecian Empire, Kings, even if they are mountains, are kingdoms. And it was the Egyptian Empire, and the Assyrian Empire, and the Babylonian Empire, and the Medo-Persian Empire, and the Grecian Empire that came into existence. And those are the main empires in the life of the Bible, the Old Testament. And then it says, and there, one, there's, there is one, that's the Roman Empire, and there is one to come, the revived Roman Empire. That makes seven. Oh, well, let me see if I have any chance of it being right. Look at verse 11. And the beast that was and is, referring back to chapter 13, verse 3, he was wounded to the head, as it were, with a deadly wound. So he was and is not. Even he is the eighth. Who is the eighth? That beast is the Antichrist. How do I know? Well, let's keep reading. And he is of the seventh and goeth into perdition. That's his... It's as plain as the nose on my face. And on my face, the nose is pretty plain. There it is. The seven. The Egyptian Empire. The Syrian Empire. The Babylonian Empire. The Medo-Persian Empire. The Grecian Empire. The five that were. The one that is. The Roman Empire. The one that shall be. The revived Roman Empire. And the beast comes out of that seventh. The eighth one. Antichrist. You have just been able to listen to a portion of one part of this five-part audio series on CD entitled Age of Antichrist. This particular part of it, the Ecclesiastical Babylon. Well, there is much more that needs to be said, and you need to have your copy so you can listen to the entire study on the Age of Antichrist. I do believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth. You need to have a better understanding, a biblical understanding, of this coming world dictator. You can do that when you get your copy of Age of Antichrist, a five-part audio series on CD. Why don't you go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, or you can call our toll-free number, and you can make your order of this five-part audio series on CD, Age of Antichrist. That number to call is 8-PROPHECY-8, 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America. I said a moment ago, I believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth. Let me make this one final statement. He will not appear and be known to the world until after the rapture takes place. And that could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.